Truth in politics, culture wars, and that chaos of unleashed entertainment talk. Expand your mind now with D, live on the radio, and the Daily Shot of Freedom podcast, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Where most people stop, D begins. We talk about everything. Almost. Unleashed. Uninhibited. Unapologetic. Starts now. Did someone say Friday? Or did someone say Friday? Today is Friday, y'all. What's happening? February 2nd, 2024. That's right, Friday, February 2nd, 2024. Good morning. You have tuned into the unfiltered, unapologetic. Unleashed Entertainment Talk. My name is D. We do it Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Live on the radio, WPVP 104.3 FM, The Pirate. Also, the TuneIn app is up at WPVP. And, of course, the podcast follows the show, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. We're also on Facebook Live, you guys, right now. Just type in Unleashed Entertainment Talk on your Facebook search box. You'll see the video and the chat comment section. Get involved in the conversation, Joel. Expose your mind and expand your mind with D. Oh, yeah, y'all, Friday. Friday. Interesting times that we're living in, you guys. I promise you. We're going to talk about those interesting times today and every day right here on the radio, on the podcast, on Facebook, and of course, on the TuneIn app. Hope your week's going well. Well, today is the end of the week for a lot of people out there listening. So I hope you have a fantastic weekend. On our Facebook feed, we already have Cindy and Debbie checked in. Good morning. We also have a mobilitymedicalinc.com. That's the name of the website, mobilitymedicalinc.com. We have the text line at 769-208-3809. 769-208-3809. Get involved in the conversation. What's crazy is due to my podcast and the popularity, I'm getting text messages all night long, but I try to get back with them the next day when I do that, or even over the weekend. So with that being said, (laughs) it's nonstop chaos as usual right here in the, the country of the United States of America. And quite frankly, the freaking entire world is happening, y'all. Some people say it's burning. Agree with that? Some people say it's burning. Well, I don't know that it's burning. I don't know the answer to that. But some places are burning. Chicken farms are burning down. Popeye's chicken right here locally and the place next door had no chicken yesterday. How is that possible? How is that possible? That's a deep investigation you should look into. Because these are things that are, quite frankly, 
happening around the country, you guys. Happening around the country. Scary times, y'all. Scary times. But true times. True times. Here's one for you. We have Dan Eubanks. Dan Eubanks, who's running for United States Senator against Roger Wicker. One of three or four people, I think, running against Wicker. He's going to be on in our 8 o'clock hour, third segment we're going to discuss. Because right now, I don't know if you know, Dan Eubanks is also a Mississippi State House representative right now. We're going to talk about local legislating, what they've got done in the month of January so far. We're going to discuss our surge on the Capitol with Convention of States, Article 5, which our surge is coming up on March 5th with Dan. And then, of course, we're not going to let him get out of here without talking about the United States Senator, Roger Wicker, what he's doing, or better yet, what he's not doing. But he's not doing. So we'll get into all that with Dan Eubanks coming o'clock coming on at the eight o'clock hour Central Standard Time. And I'm telling you guys, you don't want to miss Tuesday either. Because Tuesday is February sixth, twenty twenty four. Again, Tuesday is February sixth, twenty twenty four. On the seven o'clock AM hour, top of the hour we're gonna have Taylor, you follow me, Taylor Turcotte. Who's Taylor? Okay, who is Taylor? Well, I'll tell you who she is, and I'm all for it. Taylor Turcotte is running for Benny Thompson's spot in Mississippi. This guy's been in there for 122 years, corrupt as they come, ladies and gentlemen. And as my listeners know around the country, on the podcast, just know he he was the, of course, the head of the sham January 6th committee, which was nothing more than a soap opera movie planned. They went with PBS and they brought in ABC, remember, ABC directors and producers to make it like a drama law and order slash Bold and the Beautiful. So we got a video on that, too, coming up. These people are even coming out now, and they're not even whistleblowers. They're just coming out publicly saying what they were told to do on that whole sham committee by Liz Cheney and Benny Bad Boy Thompson. Good morning to Carlton Rush. How are you? Hello, Anna. How are you? Debbie, Cindy, Barrett. (laughs) Super Lane said the bold and the BS. Yes, it was. The bold and the BS. You know it was, y'all. It honestly, for real, was. You know, we're also going to talk with Dan Eubanks about last year being Mississippi's best fiscal and financial shape in Mississippi state history. So that remains true this year so far. So right now, Governor Tate Reeves is talking again. We hope the House and Senate, and we'll get with Dan on that, jump on board with this. There's no better time to eliminate the income tax than now, today. It's a direct quote from Governor Tate Reeves. I agree. It is the time, you guys. 
It's the time. Joe Bri Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden has described Donald Trump. This guy, Joe Biden, by the way, he's completely lost it. We all know that. He's out of his freaking mind. What mind that he has left? He's running around mumbling, talking about, you know, it's just sad. But it's sad. But it's also, it's got to stop, y'all. We cannot have a clown running our country, the commander-in-chief. I mean, we won't have a country shortly, y'all. But Joe Biden is running around, in, as reported by this investigative journalist who was actually there, talking to his longtime friends at dinner parties and talking to his close aides, which I'm sure he's close with his aides because he probably can't get out of bed without them. He's using things like sick F about Trump, who delights in other people's misfortunes. He also said Trump was a effing a-hole, that guy is. Well, look, when dementia kicks in all the way, I've been through it a few times with my mother and grandmother. When it kicks full-blown in, people get more, well, a lot of people, not all of them. Let's be honest. But some of those people get really downright angry and mean. Okay, they just do. Towards the full-blown Alzheimer's. Now, all this was reported from Politico, which, by the way, is a far-left-wing national media. Okay, they are mainstream. They are the most mainstream Politico. So they're the ones reporting all this. And what Biden really says about Donald Trump behind closed doors is crazy. It's crazy. And, and, and listen, I know it's an election year, but it, it's gone beyond that. We, we know that George Soros is pouring millions right now, today. This just came out 11 minutes ago. George Soros, again, quote, the open society is pouring millions into Texas to try and beat the Republicans. If the Democrats flip Texas, y'all, the country is G-O-N-E. That's a fact. The country's gone. Y'all better be standing strong down there. And if you want to see Texas hold the line and stand strong against Joe Biden and the regime, Please get out and vote. People like Ted Cruz, so many others in Texas that are going to be up for re-election shortly. The primaries will be in March. So we have to stay on top of it. It's going on in Mississippi. You know, it's that pattern, you know, that that year, that, that even number year, 2024. A lot of elections coming up, y'all. A lot of primaries coming up. A lot of primaries coming up. And look, I'm not going to stay on this story long, but I definitely want to mention it because, you know, I'm an ex-user, formerly Twitter, plethora of information on there, okay? Do I say all of it's true? Of course not. There's rhetoric on every, there's propaganda rhetoric on any social media channel. You cannot stop all of it, but you can stop a lot of it. And Elon Musk has done a lot to do that. 
And he's also done a lot to open up free speech, like him or not. But, you know, of course, he's been wrapped up in this crazy court. But Glenn Beck did ask an interesting question, which is how is it that a judge can honestly tell, not ask, but tell Elon Musk that he can't get the money that 73% of Tesla shareholders approved? Maniacs, y'all. That's what we're dealing with. Maniac. Judges, the whole system is corrupt. The bureaucrats, all of them. This is insane. I was listening to this podcast on my way to Sleepy Land last night. And no, but really, it is insane. The thing that kind of is bothering me just a little bit is this Elon Musk thing. Now, count, you know, color me, color me thrilled that a judge is now overturning what a corporation board of directors and the shareholders voted by 70 percent. They voted in, you know, the CEO's salary and they made a and everybody on TV, every everybody was saying, oh, my gosh, well, he'll never get that money because that's crazy. That would that would that would make Tesla bigger than Toyota if he did that. That was five years ago. Now he did that and he's ready for his payday. And a judge has come in to say, yeah, that that's not really fair. That's not that he shouldn't get that. Now, if I were Elon Musk, I'd say to you, what would you say? I would. Mm. What would you say in this audio format that we do? I would say... Because you made a hand gesture, which is not as effective on the radio. It was more of an arm gesture. It was an arm gesture. Yeah, but I... It was not quite exactly what the illegal immigrant was doing to the cameras in our previous story. I think if we were on, you know, the newlywed game or, (laughs) you know, Password or whatever those shows were, if I said, blank you. Right. I think you'd know what it was. Mm -hmm. But but I digress. I, I, I... Again, don't worry about it. It's just the government coming in in a very fascistic way. But Donald Trump's the fascist coming in in a very fascistic way and saying, hey, they didn't mean what they thought they meant. And uh, and even if they did mean that, I think it's a little a little cray cray to give him all of that money because who needs that kind of money? He made all that money. He made all that money. It's his money. Again, they're doing the same thing to Elon Musk that they did and are doing to Donald Trump. That's all they're doing, y'all. They're saying it's not okay for you to go out in a free market, in a, quote, supposedly free country, start a business, knock it out of the park, and go up against the bureaucrat companies like Toyota, the Chinese companies. No, it's not okay. Really easy reason, though, because they're in bed with the Chinese companies. Okay? They are. They being all the bureaucrats, all the deep state, all the administrative state, all of the anti-capitalists. But they're only anti-capitalists if it's us. If it's them, they're all about capitalism. So, you know, I don't think I ever thought that this would come in my life, but I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong. It is okay to be wrong. So I just want to say thanks to Glenn Beck and his crew over there and Ramaswamy, who's been doing the same, for speaking up on the truth about capitalism. 
you know what? Elon Musk, like him or not, is deserved to get his pay promised by both the entire board and all the freaking shareholders, not by a fascist judge, period. You know, can't believe we have to talk about these kind of stories now. You have all the Democrats saying, I mean, how much money does the richest man on earth actually need? Well, A, it's none of your business because he made his own money. I don't remember him coming around and taking tax dollars from you or anybody else for that matter. No, he went out and made his money. Just because he's smarter than them, they're PO'd. Well, get over it. Get over it. We got to have some justice. Mike Silva said with Elon Musk, it's of course exactly like Trump. The more they throw at him, the better he comes out. And good. Everybody should have the right to capitalism in this country. And if you don't believe that, you're first of all, you're listening to the wrong show. Second of all, you're just, I don't know, you're just not thinking right, in my opinion. Lane, Lane made a great point. How did the judge get involved anyway? Good question. We need to figure that whole thing out for real. Chris Martin said the law and the judicial system works only if there's equal protection under these laws. Well, that's the way it's supposed to work. And it has been for, you know, many, 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 many decades. You know what I mean? Barrett said, let's have a wrestling ring and put politicians in there and let them fight it out. A royal rumble for the politicians. Let's get ready to rumble. That's right. Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy watching Joe Biden try to step into a wrestling ring? Good Lord. Good God. Debbie said her great-grandmother had Alzheimer's. And the people can get brutal towards the end. And that's absolutely a fact. Russ man in the house. That's your all. All your comments are perfectly right. That's why I like my audience. The ones that get involved on Facebook at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. The ones that get involved on the text line at 769-208-3809. I got a text message from unknown texter saying, hey, Elon must have went to the same through the same court system as Donald Trump. Yeah, looks that way, doesn't it? They can't stand it, they being the far left. Even the judges, they're abusing their power, y'all. They are abusing their power. The dark Brandon campaign and all the law and order in this country right now, the criminal justice system, it equals dark Brandon right now. That's what they're going with to this whole hashtag dark Brandon 2024. Well, let me tell you this dark Brandon is dark, but it's not because he's evil. Well, he is evil, but it's because he's dark. He's asleep. His eyes are closed. Oh, his eyes are closed. Yeah. And all these people like the view, like that ridiculous show on TV that I don't know who watches the view. You know, if this was anybody else besides Elon Musk or Donald J. Trump and maybe a couple other people, this would be all racism. They would be doing this to Elon because of racism. You know, that's what they would be doing. Or if Elon, Elon was a brown individual from wherever, another country, he would be the most successful person in the country 
and they would not even attempt to degrade or break him. That's the way things do. The judges think in their mind that they become the rulers of the masses instead of the rulers of their own freaking courtroom. And not all of them are like that. So let's get that clear. I know judges in Madison, Rankin County, those areas, they're fair. They're stern, but they're fair. And that's what it's supposed to be, stern, but fair. So let's not call them all out because it's just not true. Just like law enforcement, these ridiculous idiots, the Democrats calling out the cops constantly, police, blah, 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 blah. Are there some bad cops? Absolutely freaking yes. You know why there's bad cops? Because there's bad people. Let's face it. We live in an imperfect world with good people and bad people. They're bad people, whether they work at McDonald's, whether they're a judge, a cop, a politician, or a freaking preacher. There are good people and they are bad people. So I suggest you go out and hang around with and surround yourself with the good people. All right. That's what I say. How does a judge block the legal transfer of money? Oh, I don't know. But if I know Elon, like we think we know Elon, when it came to when he bought Twitter and he wiped it clean and started over, basically, got rid of the nonsense, he's probably, at the end of the day, going to tell the judge and anyone else involved to pound sand. And that's a text message from Pam. But he probably is, and he probably should. Richard Willis is texting this morning, early, bright and early. He said, screw that. Give them guns. That's what they want to do to our soldiers. Yeah, I'll tell you, we're in, we're in a lot of trouble with the gun thing because, they, I mean, this is not a joke anymore. I know we always say they're coming for the guns, but this is not a joke anymore. They have this private, this new bill or law that's passing about or trying to pass rather right now about private owners selling guns. I mean, we knew this was going to come, you guys, sooner rather than later, unfortunately. So I don't know. Give this show a share. If you're on Facebook, give it a share to your friends. You can share it directly to their messenger, whatever. Also, give our, our link out as much as possible. Uh, as possible at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com Go up and click the three dots on Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Three dots on the right side of the page. Scroll down and click Invite. Select all. Because we love you. So, look. Most of the judges are as corrupt as the criminals. That the And politics has destroyed the country, yeah. Carlton Rush, yep. Super Lane also said, let's be honest, most of academia, lawyers, and judges, for whatever reason, lean to the left. Yeah, a lot of that has to do with when they were getting their education, especially with the younger lawyers and judges, because they were getting their education from places like Harvard. And we all know, ending of that story, they're not only going to lean left, they're going to be left. But that doesn't mean we have to leave them alone, right? We'll be right back, Unleashed. 
Are you prepared? Be prepared for anything. According to a recent study, less than half of Americans would be able to cover a $1,000 emergency expense without turning it to the credit card or a loan. That's unacceptable. Now, I know you hear about all these car warranties and all that, but get affordable breakdown protection for your vehicle, y'all. It's got to happen today. Zero percent interest, flexible pricing plans, no contracts, 24-7 roadside assistance, and towing. How do you do that? You dial 689-366-6871, and you will be a VIP. 689-366-6871. Electrical repair, transmission, engine, suspension, roadside assistance, all this stuff. The three-step good process. Something break? No worries. Just place a call to your own VIP support line. 689-366-6871. 689-366-6871. Yeah, so... I say screw them, Elon. Go for it. It's your money, man. It's your money. Get your money. Get your money. Tell them to pound sand with the rest of the left-wing nut jobs. All right, welcome back. It is Unleashed Entertainment Talk. My name is D. It is Friday, y'all, February 2nd, 2024. Thank you for joining me on this Friday morning. So what does the black and brown community think about Trump or Biden? What do you think? You know, they always think they got it wrapped up, they being the far-left political party. But they actually don't this time, y'all. It's rabid running the streets. People are sick and tired. And the black and brown community are sick and tired of what the, quote, Democrat Party has done to them and not done for them. Not. Okay? That's just a fact that's going on right now. What's the bigger threat to America? Vladimir Putin or illegal immigration? I'd say illegal immigration, seeing as how we're lending all these men. Now we're allowing people that aren't citizens to become officers. So you can only imagine what that would lead to. Do you think having a southern border is racist? No. Wait, wait, why is a southern border not racist, though? Because the media would always say that, like, a border wall is racist. Yeah, bro, but the media is always lying, too. So, I mean, what could they tell you about, you know, 2020? You mean, like, the election? Yeah. Do you think... BLM was a scam? Yeah. You think they lied to black people to get votes? Yeah, of course. Why you say that? Bro, they just want to use black people as like puppets, more or less. I mean, most of it is rigged. So, I mean, sports, elections, all. NFL? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, look at, uh, what, what was her name? Katy Perry, I think her name was. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, whatever. Katy Perry, Taylor Swift. Kind of the same person to me. She had brought in 330 or 350 million just of her being there coming off her tour. It's it's a strategic type of thing. So now they're going to have her in the Super Bowl, you know? It's not about the teams. It's just about how much money you could bring in. You think she's going to come out and endorse Biden? She's going to come on and endorse the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she's going to endorse Biden. I don't know why you would. Kind of makes you look crazy. <laughs> yeah. For a young person, think about it. Whether, I, I thought it was funny that he didn't know the difference between Katy Perry or Taylor Swift, which quite frankly, the... And he's not that old. That was a younger black gentleman. But bottom line is, what? 
I wouldn't put my face on a television ad or my face on a social media channel or a T-shirt endorsing Joe Brandon Biden. Hashtag Dark Brandon. No. Have a fantastic day, Barrett. Thanks for checking in with us this morning on the show. But, <laughs> yeah, no way. Carlton Rush said, as far as, well, they should be required to have psychological evaluation every year. The culture in law enforcement seems to be everyone is guilty until proven innocent. They were disrespectful to the citizens. Yeah, the, the judicial system has come to that. Biden's, Biden's DOJ has come to that. The majority of the top level of our FBI has come to that, you know. These are true statements, okay? True, factual statements. Oh, yep, that's where we're at, y'all. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Unfortunate, but true. The verdict was delayed in the, the civil fraud trial as Judge Ingeron, Ingeron weighs lifetime business ban. This is the most ridiculous case of all of them because there's nobody, nobody, nobody got hurt. There's nobody there. It's just 100% against Trump. For what? For doing business in New York, you know? And they're going to want $370 million fine from that guy who's brought how much money to that city that stinky city now, the pits of New York. So after the tentative deadline of January 31, they came and went without a verdict. So New York State Office of Court Administration, Alfred Baker, said that the judge is now expected to deliver his decision in early to mid-February. They're just going to pile on more crap, okay? That's what they're going to do. That's what they do do, okay? It's what they do do, and they will continue to do it. Now, Trump is winning winning some of these where they didn't want him on the ballot suits, which is bizarre anyway, all that crazy stuff. You know, it's just, it's just crazy. It doesn't make any sense, y'all. The United States. And highlighted are all of the states where lawsuits have been filed in order to kick President Trump off of the ballot in that particular state. Now, the arguments for all these different lawsuits differ, but they all predominantly revolve around the same central idea that since President Trump, quote unquote, engaged in an insurrection on January 6th, he should therefore be disqualified from holding office as per the 14th Amendment. Now, going back to the map, you can see that the states in dark orange are those where the effort to get President Trump disqualified have been dismissed. This usually involves the case going all the way up to that state Supreme Court and then subsequently getting rejected. Then the states in purple are those where Trump actually wound up getting disqualified from the ballot, although in both of those two states, in both Colorado and Maine, the case is currently being appealed by Trump's legal team all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And that the remaining states, the ones in yellow, are those where the legal disqualification challenges remain unresolved, meaning in those states, they're still being worked through the actual legal channels. Yeah, to fix all this, y'all, we need the freaking Supreme Court to do their thing and just make a dang decision on this. And it needs to be the right one. Okay? It needs to be the right decision. Period. 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 So, listen. 
And Lane, Super Lane just brought this up. We we're going to be talking about this, too, as well. The Jack Smith case, you know, the big case of the presidential documents, the federal case, rather, that has been removed off the docket, silently removed off the docket. I don't know why. Nobody knows why right this particular minute. Something is going on, though. Something is going on. We don't know what. But when they remove it off the docket and then they try to put it back on the docket, it may be not on the docket in time for the election, which is a win for Trump. It is. It's a total win for Trump. Who knows? But they also delayed that other one in, in New York, too, which is interesting with Judge Ingeron. What's going on here? What's actually really going on? Because you know these people aren't going to just throw in the towel and give up. They're just not. But that whole entire January 6th scam, they wanted a storyteller. That's what they wanted for that. And that's bad boy Benny Thompson who led that committee with Liz Cheney. What a joke. What a joke. I feel sorry for people that watched that. Made them dumber. Made them dumber. Check this out. The one thing that we knew was the information that we have is compelling. The thing we needed to do was tell that to the American people in a compelling way. So that's why we brought in a former president of ABC News. Yeah, I got a call pretty much out of the blue um, from the January the 6th committee. They wanted, they wanted a storyteller. And while they were brilliant, they were brilliant lawyers. Storytelling for a mass audience is not what they do. To bring in a guy like this who would think outside the box really did prove to be fruitful. And it was Goldston who really began to envision this as, in a way, a kind of mini-series, that there would be you know, sort of nine episodes and that these episodes would tackle particular themes. Attack on the Capitol. The investigation. The first hearing was primetime television. As the nation is about to witness a defining moment, the first hearing before the country, the results of the January 6th investigation. This is an extraordinary moment in American history. When it came to that first hearing, we knew how high the stakes were. Is about to hold its first primetime hearing. We were either going to, you know, make people realize that this was important, you know, or once once you've lost them, you've, you've lost them for good. On the evening of June 9th, 8.01 p.m., the doors opened. My heart was beating pretty fast on June 9th. And it, it was a real question uh, of, is this going to work or not? Yeah, is it going to work or not, these fools? Okay. Admission, you guys, that's admitting the scam. All right. Sorry about that, Richard Willis. I did see uh, Darren Beetle's coverage of the fake pipe bomb explosion. Yeah, that was all a scam. We played part of that. Part of that piece with Tucker Carlson and talking to Darren about that. And we all know the January 6th sham was a sham at this point. And I honestly think that most of the public, maybe not all people that just absolutely don't care, you know, they, they may not know, but most people do at this point. And following up on that story we discussed earlier about the January 6th case with Trump, Jack Smith and the mob. 
President Trump's January 6th case has been dropped down from the D.C. court docket for now, from their public calendar. His trial was actually originally set to begin March 4, just one day before Super Tuesday. The case was brought by the crooked communists. Incredibly, I was going to use another word, but anyway, counsel of Jack Smith and was presided over by Judge Chutkin. Yeah, she's a real winner, too. These are, these these judges that we're talking about, they're not the norm where we live, but they do exist, y'all, right here, especially right down the road from this studio in Jackson, Mississippi, with the George Soros-funded DAs, the ridiculous mayor in Jackson, the all the shenanigans that went down in this last late 23 election when Tate Reeves was reelected. We're going to be really getting into that story when we have Taylor on because she's running against Benny Thompson, y'all, who is a number uno scamo, a number one scam. I thought it was real funny that, on another note, while shopping over at Target in California, <laughs> Gavin Newsom saw a person casually steal an item and leave the store. Now, we all know Gavin Newsom is an idiot. But the governor approached a store employee to understand why the thief was not apprehended, in his words. Well, to Gavin's surprise, the employee blamed, because he, he didn't recognize him. This is just fantastic, by the way. Yeah, man, I wish I had a picture. I wish I was there. Wish I was a fly on the wall. But the employee blamed, quote, our Governor Gavin Newsom's radical policies and the surge in such crimes. <laughs> Good for you, Gavin. Good for you. No one likes these people, y'all. The general public does not vote these people in. But what does vote them in is the things that go on in the background, the deep state, the chaos. Chris Martin said, did any of y'all see that video of Clay Higgins talking about a video that they obtained from the buses that they believe? Yeah, I did. They were, they were rolling in buses and buses, and they believe were involved in the scam behind the 6th of January, you know, and how they were going to prove that they were actually working for the FBI or either Antifa or non-Trumpers. That was an inside job, too, y'all. That was an inside job also. So, you know, there's so many each and every day, each and every day. So many scams with these politicians. So, breaking news. <laughs> oh, Phil on Groundhog Day. You know, Phil. He did not see his shadow this morning, meaning, according to the legend, we're in for an early spring, if you believe in that. So, there you go, breaking news. Oh, at least it's something to smile about on this Friday. Why not, right? We'll always take a smile, because the left-wing super 
insane people and the Dems that are voting for Never Nikki. They just hired two Pete Buttigieg advisors. Nikki Haley's team did, by the way. We all see you, Nikki. You can't hide. We see you. We see you. And a great, a great little piece I read on Vivek Ramaswamy yesterday, he said this, and it kind of goes along with everything that we're, we're talking about and what we talk about every day. He said, look, fire 70 up 75% of all federal bureaucrats shut down the unconstitutional agencies starting on the first day. He said, it's a myth that civil service protections stop this from happening. Those only apply to individual terminations, not mass firings. This is how you, in fact, drain the swamp. This guy's brilliant, but he's right. Brilliant and he's right, rather. Brilliant and he's right. So, we're rolling. 20 minutes after the hour. It is Unleashed Entertainment Talk. My name is D, y'all. Thanks for joining me on this Friday, February 2nd, 2024. We got more to talk about. We got more to shout about. We got more to smile about. And we got more to frown about, too. So, stick around. And remember the podcast right after the show and all episodes. UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com are you prepared? Be prepared for anything. According to a recent study, less than half of Americans would be able to cover a $1,000 emergency expense without turning it to the credit card or a loan. That's unacceptable. Now, I know you hear about all these car warranties and all that, but get affordable breakdown protection for your vehicle, y'all. It's got to happen today. 0% interest, flexible pricing plans, no contracts, 20 24-7 roadside assistant and towing. How do you do that? You dial 689-366-6871 and you will be a VIP. 689-366-6871. Electrical repair, transmission, engine, suspension, roadside assistant, all this stuff. The three-step good process. Something break? No worries. Just place a call to your own VIP support line. 689-366-6871. 689-366-6871. All right, welcome back, y'all, on this Friday, February 2nd. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depends on when you listen. What option you choose. We're going to have uh, Dan Eubanks with us coming up at a, on the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Of course, Dan is uh, running against Senator Roger Wicker, the dinosaur. You know, Hank Williams Jr. wrote a song about Roger Wicker, Benny Thompson, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of them, Joe Biden. And that song is called Dinosaur. You know it. David Hall said, riddle me this. Is the United States military unlawfully and unconstitutionally cons- conscripting legal, illegal immigrants into military service? 
Yeah, are they doing that? Because current evidence definitely suggests so. And there's many stories out there about that. And they're not theories. They're stories. Really? Richard Willis said, y'all have a blessed Friday. I'm going to earn what little bit of money the government doesn't tax. Good luck on that one. Good luck. Appreciate it, Richard, as always. Thanks for listening in. But, you know, David Hall, you, sir, are correct. And y'all do a little research on your own, okay? All this stuff that we talk about on this radio show is not because I'm smart. Y'all, you guys listening, a lot of y'all are mega smart. But really and truly, it's just about doing your own research because you care about your family, your friends, and this country. That's what it's really about. You know, you know, you just start digging around, you start looking, and all the answers start to appear. Okay? Are all of them right? No. You have to sift. Do a lot of sifting. Do a lot of sifting. But they're out there, you guys. I'm a fan of J.D. Vance in Ohio, Senator J.D. Vance. He was discussing that Nikki Haley actually has more, you know, she's always talking about the baggage that Donald Trump has and his age. And nobody wants chaos. Nobody wants chaos. No, what Nikki wants is more war and to take all your money. And she's already mega rich with the biggest donors ever now that are backing her. But J.D. Vance steps up and says, hey, Nikki Haley has more baggage than Trump. Nikki Haley's past is not known very well. Have they really, Democrats, opened up the anti-Nikki Haley file yet? Or do you think in general they're protecting her and waiting and they'll do they would just unleash like crazy if she actually became a nominee is the oppo file really not unleashed on her yet we've seen the tippity tip of the iceberg guys and they will throw everything that they have at her if 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 some you know act of god happened and she became the nominee this argument that she does not have baggage i think completely ignores what you guys just said there was a story in the daily mail there's all of her business dealings i mean she sat on the board of boeing while Boeing seems to not be able to make airplanes that can stay in the sky, and she made millions of dollars, like what what expertise did she bring to the table other than political connections? You know, you, you start to dig into that stuff, and it's going to turn a lot of voters off. And then you layer on the media complex and the hundreds of millions of dollars of pro-Biden super PACs going after her. The idea that she comes out of that in a better position than Donald Trump, I, I think it's laughable. Uh, you're, you're talking about a person whose advantage at all over Biden, I, I think is based on a mirage that people just don't know her past, good or bad yet. The Democrats are going to throw everything they have at her, whereas Trump's advantage over Biden is based on, I mean, he's the most well-known figure literally in the entire country. The idea that you can knock him down a peg with attack ads is ridiculous. It is, in fact, one of the reasons why people underestimated his chances in Iowa is they thought, you know, when the super PACs really went after him, Trump was going to get knocked down. Well, Everybody knows what they think about Trump, good and bad. You can't really knock the guy down at this point. I agree. Totally. So like he said, for some odd reason, which was which would probably be something due to illegal activities from Biden's DOJ or something. For some odd reason, if 
you know, Trump was knocked down and Nikki Haley did become, you know, they're, of course they're going to go after her. That's what these people do. And she's got so much baggage that, of course, she, in fact, leaves out. She always leaves it out. She doesn't talk about it. Oh, no, 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 I'm Nikki Haley. I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. Her own freaking state is where she's campaigning right now. Good morning to Lloyd Travis. She's campaigning in her own state. Ridiculous. Okay. Ridiculous. And they, in fact, she has just brought on massive donors. We're talking big money, y'all. We can see what they're doing. It's the never Trumper movement. Most of them being Republicans in their mind. Of course, they're not real conservatives. We know that. But they, you know, it, it's just anything to keep Trump out. These people are sick, y'all. They're twisted. They are the problem as much as the Democrats. So let's think about this for a minute logically. If all these never-Trumpers are spending all this money, spending all this time, all these resources to take Trump out, you know what that means to me? Trump is doing the right things, or they wouldn't be doing that. Same exact reason last time, time before last. Same thing they do to any candidate in any local, regional state, or her president election. All the way to the top, okay? All the way to the top. It's what they do. It is their game plan. It's their game plan. Believe it or not, because it's true. Whether you believe it or not, it's still true. Okay? That's why back in 2015, when Donald Trump got on the ballot, I started following him. And when I saw, really saw exactly what he was trying to do, not to, but for, F-O-R, America, that being America first. He wasn't a politician. He was a businessman. He knew what they had been doing to his own businesses throughout the years. So he understood that part. He understood how, quite frankly, swampy the whole thing is and was. And he threw his name in the hat and he got out there and he told the truth to the American people. And those people on the left didn't think the American people could handle the truth. That's the problem. They thought we couldn't handle the truth. But in fact, that's all we ever wanted and still want. Okay? David Hall talking about Nikki Haley just commented and said she can't handle direct confrontation unless her response is, quote, prescripted. You're right. Chris Martin said we're here to look out for each other. You're right, because we're American patriots. One of the biggest American patriots, in my opinion, is Dana, Dana White, UFC, you know, big time business owner, speaks his mind. It's very rare I can play any audio clip of Dana White because he drops the F-bomb, which is okay. It's just not okay for radio. 
But, you know, this participation trophy, and we talked about it a little bit the other day, but not much. But this uh, participation trophy culture has completely 100% gotten out of hand, y'all. Period. And Vivek Ramaswamy is out talking to all kind of people now. Now that he pulled out of the election and is supporting Trump, man, this gentleman is wicked smart and right, asking the right questions, talking to the right people about the right subjects. Here he is with a short conversation with Dana White. Apparently, there's a basketball team up there that is incredible. High school, uh, high school or college team, I'm not sure. Um, they're really good, and they're smoking teams. The state is now going to impose something on them. They're going to be penalized for blowing teams out of the water uh, as bad as they are because they're too good. That's insane, and yet sounds perfectly in the moment. Right? That's exactly what's happening in this country. Have you ever world. in your... I mean, it's just... It's unbelievable. So it's, I'm, I'm going to reach out to the coach oh, you of the team out there and, and see what I could do. If anything, I want to bring that whole team out to a fight in Las Vegas. I want to I want to I want to I want to reward these guys yes. for being such badasses. It's it's exactly what's happening every day across this country. Academics, is exactly sports, what's academics. happening every day around this country. You know, that's why I respect Dana for telling the truth and not only just telling the truth, but literally telling the real truth. The real truth is the truth where you don't give a, you know what, about what anybody thinks you're saying or doing, okay? You just don't. You don't have to. You do not have to. So my buddy Victor, young gentleman, by the way, he in fact makes videos for TikTok, Gateway Pundit, and a few other places, but he's a young, in my opinion, he's a young well-rounded young man okay like 22 years old very smart very much acts like vivek ramaswamy but a lot younger but this thing the story we were talking about earlier is real y'all the joe biden regime is scheming right now today not yesterday well yes yesterday but not tomorrow not next week but now my point being now, N-O-W, they're scheming to ban the private sale of firearms, y'all. This is not made up, by the way. This is true. They're trying to enact an effective ban on private gun sales before the 2024 election, the presidential election, that is. It's, if that was successful... I'm telling you guys, if this is successful, this is a major, significant assault on the Second Amendment in American history. According to Empower Oversight, President Tristan Levitt, the ATF, at the behest of the Biden White House, has drafted a 1,300-page, y'all, a 1,300-page document justifying a rule to ban the sale of private firearms, okay? Here's one for you. Such a ruling would mean 
that if you, a law-abiding American, went on a hunting trip with your best buddy and you wanted to buy his shotgun, you would not be able to without committing a crime, y'all. This is all very serious, okay? The further that the federal government sinks their nails into our rights, the more power, the more power they're able to exercise over us. And history teaches us, of course, that governments typically disarm their people right before doing something for which their people would not fight back. Now, this is an outrageous violation, y'all. Wake up, y'all. Contact your local Congress, Senate, House, council members, ward members, mayors, whatever it takes. You know, it's serious, y'all. We're not playing anymore, okay? We are not playing anymore. And, you know, Victor, the little little guy I was talking about, kind of a little superstar now on TikTok and other social media channels. If a 21-year-old can see and understand exactly what these people are doing, there's no excuse why our Republicans and conservative politicians can't get on board with this right away. Before it's too late. Before it's too late, y'all. Seriously. Report the Biden regime is set to launch a new scheme that would effectively ban the private sale of firearms in the United States. The ATF has already drafted a 1300 page paper attempting to justify what would be one of the largest violations of the Second Amendment we have ever seen. If put into effect, it would mean that if you and your best friend were on a hunting trip and you wanted to purchase their shotgun from them and you give them a couple hundred bucks, you would be a criminal. If you don't want to go to jail, the federal government would have to be involved in that private transaction. And of course, this flagrant violation of our rights would come not from a law passed by Congress, but the stroke of a pen of the executive branch. This is the kind of tyranny our founding fathers warned us about. For all the details and... Be prepared for anything. According to a recent study, less than half of Americans would be able to cover a $1,000 emergency expense without turning it to the credit card or a loan. That's unacceptable. Now, I know you hear about all these car warranties and all that, but get affordable breakdown protection for your vehicle, y'all. It's got to happen today. Zero percent interest, flexible pricing plans, no contracts, 24-7 roadside assistant, and towing. How do you do that? You dial 689-366-6871 and you will be a VIP. 689-366-6871. Electrical repair, transmission, engine, suspension, roadside assistant, all this stuff. The three-step good process. Something break? No worries. Just place a call to your own VIP support line. 
Welcome back. Friday, y'all, February 2nd, 2024. Wow, that's right. Does it ever stop? But we can stop a lot of this, y'all, by showing up, speaking our mind, voting, what ballot watching, poll watching, all of that stuff, y'all. It's just it's just something that needs to happen, y'all. It really, in fact, does. It just something that needs to happen. So, just this week alone, here's a couple of things that weren't on national mainstream media. Dr. Drew credits RFK Jr. for his actual personal awakening on the vaccines and all that stuff now. Dr. Drew said, you know what? I'm awake to everything now because all of this poison and the pharmaceutical industry, Pfizer, Moderna, the Dr. Fauci insanity, locking down our country for years, insanity. Dr. True, Dr. Drew credits RFK Jr. for that. Hey, if that's what it takes, that's a good thing. Another thing, police believe that four of the migrants arrested in the beatdown, and it was a beatdown in New York City. Okay, a beatdown. We're going we're gonna to talk about that a little bit more after this little list. But they fled on a bus from New York straight to California. Of course they did. There's another one. Capitol Police will not press charges against the staffers, the two guys having sex in the Senate office building. But yet they put somebody from January 6th for not even going inside in jail. There you go. That's that two-tier justice system. Also, last couple of days, 150 Democrats vote no on a bill to deport illegal immigrants for DUI. This is sick, you guys. They also voted no. They voted no on the bills to require them to have a Social Security card. Wow. There was also 64 incidences of the Biden administration undermining border security, encouraging illegal immigration. The Republicans, including the Speaker of the House, had all this charted out. Factual stuff. Factual stuff. Did you guys see that other story happening, or happened this week, rather, with a top cyber official divulge embarrassing White House secrets to the undercover investigator James O'Keefe, disguised as a gay man in glasses? He met him on Tinder, set him up, Got him out, recorded him, <laughs> saying all kind of stuff about Joe Dark Brandon Biden. One sick story that I don't even like to talk about is Congress members call for Representative the lunatics Omar to be expelled after shocking Somalia Elijah, alleged, oh, after she is has 100%. She wants to 100% be involved with backing Somalia. And the video goes viral because she cares about all that. 
But yet she's a Congress member from over here. I mean, I don't understand it. Then old Lindsey Neocon warmonger Graham earlier in the week demanded U.S. to bomb Iran. Tucker Carlson called him a effing lunatic. All right, one more story you probably didn't see. EU police go door-to-door arresting farmers, farmers, y'all, who have protested against the globalist agenda on world. Not just clown United States, clown world. It's happening, y'all. Okay, it's happening. We're going to be right back. Stick around with us. Article 5 of the United States Constitution gives we the power to put the federal government back in its constitutional box and expand liberty for all. Once two-thirds of the states pass similar applications, a convention of states will be called and there is nothing the federal government can do to stop it. This isn't a red movement or a blue movement. It's an American movement based on one fundamental question. Who decides? Who should decide the issues that affect your community? Washington, D.C. or you? The Convention of States Action Resolution applies for an Article 5 convention that would propose constitutional reforms limited to three topics. First, fiscal restraints on the federal government. With over $140 trillion in unfunded liabilities, we need a balanced budget. But our resolution also allows for caps on federal spending and taxation. The second topic is limiting the power and jurisdiction of the federal government. The Supreme Court has authorized the feds to have control over almost every aspect of our lives. The COS Action Resolution empowers us to restore the Constitution to its original intent and return power to the states and the people. Finally, term limits. Thanks to a corrupt ruling class in Washington, trust in the federal government is at an all-time low. That's why our resolution gives Convention of States commissioners the power to send the career politicians packing, including the judiciary and other federal officials. So what can you do? First of all, sign the petition at cosaction.com and get as many of your friends and family to do the same. With your full address, your state legislators will know that you really are their constituents in their district. Call, email, or request a meeting with your state legislators to Ask them to co-sponsor the COS resolution in their state. Get plugged in with your local Convention of States team so you can stay engaged, educate others, and respond to national calls to action. Our success depends on you. So we're inviting you to be part of history. Let's invoke the constitutional solution that's as big as the problem. Breakdown of COS Convention of States. And as most people know, if you listen to this show, I'm involved with Convention of States because I feel like it is uh, a fantastic cause, grassroots, to be involved with. Because who wouldn't want term limits? I mean, seriously. Just ask 80-year-old Benny Thompson, 80-year-old... Joe Brandon, Dark Brandon, Biden, just ask, you know, Mitch McConnell. Come on now. All these people are dinosaurs. So anyway, also, who wouldn't want to rein in the power of the federal government and put a lot of that back home for the state, of course? And who wouldn't want to stop the ridiculous spending at $34 trillion? Come on now. So we do have Dan Eubanks. He got here a little early this morning, so he's locked and loaded. What's up, Daryl? Hey, how you doing, sir? He's locked and loaded on 
on camera number two, also in the studio live and on the podcast. So Dan Eubanks right now, I explained it earlier, but right now he is low in the Mississippi State house. That's where he is. Okay. But that's what's more important than that. He's running for the U.S. Senate position. And we're looking to take Mr. Wicker out of the mix. We are. We are. It's time to time to drain the swamp. You were talking about old people that have been in the swamp for years and years. Our founding fathers never meant for that to be a career. And our current no. senator has kind of lost touch with everybody back here, back home in Mississippi. He's been there for 30 years. You know, before that, he was in the Mississippi legislature. So he's been he's been a career politician for forever. Yeah. And I was reading a piece that you had commented on the piece from Mississippi Today or Mississippi News. And and then I confirmed it with a lot of my listeners here that said they have reached out to Wicker's office for different things over the last couple of few years. He just doesn't respond anymore. But the what's even worse is his staff doesn't respond anymore. Well, I I have heard that repeated over and over again. I'm driving all over this state, man. I'm I'm just hoping my wheels don't fall off my car. But I've I've been talking with folks all over the state, and it's and it is a very consistent comment that I get from folks. And I and I, I don't know if it's a good litmus of what March 12th is going to be, but I have heard everywhere I go, there's a majority of people that are just like, he's got to go. He's got to go. I hear a lot. I hear a lot yeah. about him and other people, but really definitely him and Benny Thompson. Of yeah. Course. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, so give us a quick rundown on Mississippi legislative stuff. And then we'll talk again regarding what you're running for. So right now, explain to everybody yeah. what you are and what y'all are How's the month of January gone? It's been a, it's been an interesting month so far. So for your listeners that that aren't familiar with it, I represent House District twenty five in the Mississippi Legislature. That's if you want a geographic area, that's the the western third of Desoto County. So if you you can't get any more north than that, or you're in Tennessee, you can't get any more west than that, or you need a swimsuit, you're gonna be in the Mississippi River. So I've got the northwesternmost district in the state, and we usually when you have the, a new a new term, the first year of a four-year term, it's a little bit longer and there's a little bit more non-action that takes place at the beginning of the session because, you know, people are setting up their new cabinets and, you know, their advisors and their teams. Really, the only person that had to do that was, I guess, the speaker because we pretty much reelected everybody that was already in statewide office. And... So coming out of the shoot, we even before we had any any kind of uh, movement and committees even assigned, we had two special sessions within a you know within a week of each other. That was the first thing that we had on the docket that was voted for. I think probably most of your listeners are familiar with the uh, five hundred and sixty plus million dollar incentive package that was given to a battery manufacturer up in Marshall County, and then of course there was another three hundred million, roughly. And incentives and all given to, well, it's Amazon. I mean, the word's kind of out. People know who the data center is going to be. It's going to be up in uh, Madison County, I believe. And, you know, there's, you, you're going to fall on one of two sides on that. I mean, I, your listeners probably going to know where I fall when I, when I got, I want to be the guy that gives the commentary and tells you how to think. I like people just give me the news and, and, and let me decide for myself. But I will tell you that, that 
you know, that's taxpayer money. And we're giving it to private multi-billion dollar corporate ventures. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. You can probably guess how I voted on that. I was one of the extreme minority. But I, I have a real hard time telling people as I'm driving around the state, hey, you, uh, you know, are they're like, are you going to ever do anything about the grocery tax? You know, we have to buy food to live. It's a basic necessity, just like medicine. We don't tax medicine in the state. And, you know, the long and the short of it, is it's like, no, sorry, we're going to keep taxing that that mother that can single mom that can barely afford to feed her family so that we can give it to private corporations. But I'll, I'll leave that alone. That was the two big things right out of the chute for the legislature. Followed it up with with a a vote on the ballot initiative process. That's something that a lot of your listeners are probably familiar with. The whole medical marijuana uh, initiative that went to the voters and and if you'll remember a couple of years ago it it passed overwhelmingly and then the state supreme court decided it was unconstitutional because our constitution said you had to have a certain amount of signatories from all five congressional districts well we don't have five we lost population or the you know we didn't grow that much so we lost one of our house seats a while back and 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 so they said, well, it's, you know, they used a technicality to kill it. And then they killed the whole ballot initiative process. And so there have been a whole bunch of people across the state that have been just screaming and yelling for a ballot initiative process. And what that is, is it gives the people of the state the ability to collect signatures to put something on the ballot. So if you don't feel like your legislature is listening to you, then you can take matters into your own hand and start a ballot initiative. Uh, the the bar is pretty high. It, it's a it's a percentage of the previous gubernatorial election. And it's usually around 100 and it used to be like 112,000 signatures of qualified voters, I think. I think it's going to be about 150,000 now. And it's not going to be a constitutional right. amendment. It's going to be, it will be just going to state law and state code. And there are a few guardrails. You, you, there are certain things you can't touch that are off limits. You know, that's the abortion. Sure, sure. And, sure. and uh, if you're going to try to commit the state to, pony up billions of dollars for whatever it is your ballot initiative is for, you have to show where that money's going to come from and how you're going to continue to fund government. But it is at least another avenue. It's not what a lot of people wanted. It's not what we used to have. But I've been I've been hearing it's probably going to die in the Senate anyways. But that came out of the House. So that was kind of a big deal. And then, yes, no, day before yesterday, we had a piece of legislation. It was it was pretty big. It, it, it was basically expanding Medicaid. You can call it whatever you want. But what it what it does is it it gives it gives all mothers a presumptive right to be on Medicaid. Well, here's here's what a lot of people don't know. And I didn't know this until I, be, you know, became a state rep that you could you could be a millionaire and get on Medicaid and the state would pay for your pregnancy and you having your baby as long as you show that you didn't have income coming in or that you were, you know, below a certain level on income. And so, so, you know, that's not a problem. What this basically does is it says that, well, you just get a a sort of presumptive waiver. And so for 60 days, you know, state Medicaid will pick up the rolls. You're supposed to do whatever you're supposed to do, file paperwork and all that. But if it comes back that you don't qualify, the state still paid for your medical bills for the, for the, you know, first 60 days. So that, that came out two days ago. And then yesterday we had sports, online sports betting. I've been hearing about that. What's <laughs> the latest on that? So it, it passed the house. It, you know, all of our surrounding states have online sports betting. 
And especially up in my area, everybody in DeSoto County, they, they just go across the state line. They That's can place their bets right, yeah, right, right. in Tennessee. And so, you know, they, they pretty much pointed out how much money the, the state's losing with regards to that, as well as the casinos in the state. And, you know, and how many people are, are going to these like sort of illegal shadow sites, you know, the offshore yeah. sites to be able to try and still place their bets. And it was it was a huge amount of folks that are doing it. And so I bet uh, you can imagine who the resistance came from. It was the all the casinos in the state. You know, you don't want to just open up the market. So they kind of struck a compromise to where DraftKings and all these different like betting services will have to contract and partner with a specific casino within the state. And they share some of the revenue that way. But, you know, to be fair, I, I don't blame them. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, most people don't. If want I was to, in that industry, if I was in that industry, I, I, I would, I wouldn't blame them either. And I, I live, you know, my house is probably 15 miles from. At one time, it was the second largest casino market in the country up in Tunica. Oh yeah, big time. And it's not that anymore. I think more of the casino business is down on the Gulf Coast than than anywhere else in the state. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, a lot of my constituents work for the casinos, and and you don't want to give them an unfair advantage so that's that's kind of that's really the highlights that's all we've done so far since we've been in session we had the two special sessions within the session for the the economic incentive packages and then the other three things and and there's a couple on the horizon we can talk about if you want absolutely and we'll do that also we will be getting into dan eubanks who is running for Roger Wicker's spot in the United States Senate. That's correct, the United States Senate. Stick around, it's Unleashed Entertainment Talk, WPVP 104.3 FM, The Pirate. But more importantly, we have the TuneIn app, too, if you can't pick it up, at the same. And then after the show, every day we upload this episode and all episodes to UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Unleashed Talk, Unleashed Entertainment, Unfiltered, Unapologetic, and quite frankly, we talk about everything almost. And we got Dan Eubanks today. And what's up, Dan, on a Friday morning? You're man, all over the damn state, aren't you? Oh, man, I am. Like I said, I'm burning up the highways. I'm probably passing every one of your listeners some at some point in time on the freeway or the highways and the byways. But I'm, I'm not complaining. The, the stakes are too high. That's right. And and I am willing to do whatever it is within my power to do to try and get the message out, try and save our country. You said something earlier, and I kind of had to smile inside. You said Roger Wicker's seat, and it's really the people's seat. And I, I hear politicians say that all the time. It's like, well, you know, my seat, my seat, my seat. Yeah, it's you're holding it, but it, it really belongs to the people. And, and I, hope, I hope folks will wake up and say – and get informed and figure out just how terribly we've been being represented. You know, the the old expression, you know, the definition of insanity, it's it's doing the same thing and expecting a different result. You 
you know what we got already. We've been ha- we've had it for decades now. And over if and you over. love where our federal government is and you love how we're being represented in the Senate and you love an open border and you love giving quarter of a trillion dollars to the Ukraine to protect theirs and you you name it, you got to you got to stop and scratch your head and say, well, maybe it's time to do something different. I mean, what's this guy signed off of? <laughs> Me and, you know, Gannon Burton is the other candidate in the race. Right, right. And we both have been trying to push for a, a debate. And it was funny. I, <laughs> we, yesterday I was talking to one of Wicker's, I was speaking down in Simpson County and I, I was talking to one of Wicker's uh, top campaign guys. And I said, Hey, you know, are we ever going to be in the same room at the same time, get a debate? And he said, Well, all those things you're going to, you know, is conveniently when he's doing the people's work in in D.C. And I was like, well, I can understand that because it's hard to, you know, be all these places. I got 60 days to cover a whole state. And I said, but I tell you what, and I think I can speak for Gannon as well. You you just have him pick the time and the location. We'll show up. <laughs> Didn't have anything to say to that. But but I did see a flyer and a poster where he has time to do some. Oh, yeah. Luncheon yeah. that costs big bucks oh yeah yeah well, plenty of time to do what you want to do it's it's usually a it's usually an excuse it, you know it's in your in your personal life you always find time to do the things you want to do and and i don't think i don't think he wants to be anywhere near no, me or the the other candidate because we'll call him out but anyways i just thought that was kind of funny as i couldn't even get a response but anyways yeah so so we are we are Pushing hard. I think we're at about 40 days, 39 days till March 12th, something like that. I wasn't even aware until you brought to my attention a couple of days ago when we were talking that. I told that story yesterday. I, was I wasn't like, aware what either. The, you know, what is going on? I, I didn't. I didn't. I, you know, I was uh, I served all last term on elections and I didn't realize that we we had early voting 45 days out. Me either. Some so, gentleman, I was at Burgers and Blues the other day having lunch, and some guy was like, I was up in Madison County today, and I noticed that people were voting, so I asked the clerk or whatever, what are they doing? And she's like, it's something to do with voting for the president. He's like, what? Yeah. In January? Because this was still January yeah. a few days ago, but. So I text Dan and I said, are we voting for a presidential right now or what? Well, I, I've quickly found out and told you, I, it looks like we are. It used to be 21 days. And then the two Saturdays before the actual election, it was half days. You could go down to the clerk's office because, you know, not everybody can even make it to early vote during the week if you got a job. I understand. And so I need uh, to make a holiday for election. Day. That You know, that's a good idea. Make it a at least make it a state holiday for the exactly. primary and the general. I'm sure. I'm sure most folks would be like, right on. Maybe we get more turnout. I, I know turnout is dismal in Desoto County. <laughs> I honestly think you would get more physical turnout yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. You know, instead of that early, you know, junk. Yeah. So like people physically saying, "Hey, let's go vote today. This is vote day. It's let's vote all, day. It's like Fourth of July. You get it off, and it's like, let's go do our patriotic duty and 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 well, vote." Let's do a carpool. Let's rock it out. You know. Well, now there is now, just so your listeners will know that there is stipulations on what you can do to early vote. You do have to meet certain criteria. You know, you've got to going to you have to be out of town. And we were joking about this earlier. You know, if if you live in 
one place and you work in another town over by, you technically aren't lying to say you're out of town. But but usually if you're over 65, you have a health condition. There's there's a, there's like a little laundry list of, of what you need to, to vote early. But I would encourage folks to if, if you know you're busy, you're going to be out of town or, or whatever it is on Election Day on March 12th, go early vote. It's it's a lot better than the system. I know some people don't like the idea of early voting, but it's a whole lot better than mail in ballots and all the other garbage that some of these states are doing. And it's still overseen by, you know, the clerk's office and there are control measures in place. So it, it it's a convenience for some folks that know they're going to be out of town. Can you see that bottom part of the screen there? It says pass bill 745. Okay, I need to look up and see what 745 is. There's thousands of bills. Do you yeah, know, do you I, know what, I don't uh, know what it is, but you can put it in there, Super Lane. All right, give Just me. put the name of it in put there. Put it in there. I'm going to see if I can beat you to it and pull it up on the, the state site and uh, tell you tell you what, tell the listeners what it is. Okay, 745. Yeah. Bill 745, we're going to look that up. But while we're looking that up, <laughs> I wanted to bring up the fact that, you know, and we, we're not going to get deep into it because we want to we want to discuss supplemental salary pay for law enforcement act of 2024. He is a police officer, by okay. the way, well, gentlemen. And that would make sense. Yes. It's been assigned to Judiciary B and appropriation. So it'll work its way through the process. And if it makes it out of both those committees. It'll come before the floor for for us to vote on. I'm not on either one of those committees, but but I'll see what I can do. Look into it at least. Give it a read. This is the first I'm hearing of it. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he is a police officer. So I'm always. I love know, our law enforcement. Yeah, I, me I, too. I, they're me too. what stand between us and anarchy and, you know, the loss of liberty and freedom. So thank you for your service and risking yours yeah, for us. And then he put 600 a month for leo yeah but anyway yeah that's cool very this guy's a very knowledgeable keeps up with stuff keeps me in check as well on my i, I love having people like that <laughs> in my wheelhouse I had, a, I had a gentleman call me last night and he's like hey were you aware of this i'm like no right. but i am now thanks for calling me exactly uh, it's nice to have a network of folks that are connected because you can't be everywhere and know everything and the way it changes is <laughs> minute like Michael McDonald said, minute by minute, yep. for sure. Absolutely. I mean, it just does. Even that WLBT story, you know, I just stumbled across that last night about Hines County saying they're not going to handle the election for the Republican Party for the primaries and all that. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anything about that. You just get mad and take your toys and go home. Yeah, they just don't want to. Well, what it is, according to the story, tempers flare as they... You know, they're just still mad about that whole last shenanigan stuff, you right. know, which there was a lot of it, I promise you. I know. And I, you know. Hines County is kind of the poster child for stuff. I know. I know. It just, <laughs> if, it, if, if it can go wrong with elections or there's a challenge or it seems like there's something shady going on, you know, it's 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 sad. The uh, I refer you over to Atlanta, Georgia situation. It's oh, very yeah. similar. Yeah. I mean, it just is. A Jackson, Mississippi situation yeah. every single time, like you said, every time. Who we who we elect as election commissioners is very, very important. I think it was Thomas Jefferson or one of those guys said, you know, we don't get the government we want, we get the one we deserve. And if we elect certain folks into office that we know are not going to do well by us, then we're getting what we deserve. And it's sad to say that, but we have got to start vetting. People have to, you know— we, 
we need to be informed and 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 those people in my opinion the people in charge of election and election integrity and the collection yeah. commission all that yeah they we need to do a better job on that point. yeah or run you know if you're or got vetting, a pack, vetting them right vetting them and, and if you have a passion and you see it going on i encourage you to consider running Run for office. I, anybody can go out there and run for it. Absolutely. I mean, seriously. And you should. I tell people all the time, you know, it's like, we got to get some poll watchers, you know. And I was like, well, why be a poll watcher? Why not be a poll worker? You'll get paid to be there and you can make sure that the election's done right. They are always looking for help on, on election day. So make 150 bucks or whatever it's paying, 175 for the, I know it's not a lot for a 12 hour day. 12, 13 hour day. But, but you're doing it for the better of the country. But yeah, and, and, and you're going to make sure that the processes are followed and that, you know, the election is done right. Or you could just stand there and watch and not have really true input. So, I mean, poll watchers serve a, a vital function. Sure, sure. I've but, done it. But I always say, you know, if you have the opportunity, one or the other, and you want to make sure elections are secure, see about being one of our poll workers. That's right. Absolutely. You know, just get involved. That's what I always tell people. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. involved. There are many different ways you can get involved. You know, look, and you don't have to spend a lot of time on it because I know it's not. You don't get paid to go out and volunteer to do some of this stuff. But, hey, if you care about our country in the direction that it's headed, unfortunately. Yeah. Please do something, you know, please anything. Don't sit on the deck of the no, Titanic, sipping a Mai Tai and listening to the music as it's going down. You got to be proactive. We we have got to step up and, and step the Republican into Party into has to also. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They really do, because the Republican Party right now, even on the national level, is in shambles. Oh, yeah. And we can't. Well, you know, the, the the Bible says a house divided can't stand. I, even Abe Lincoln, he quoted a version of that, if you remember, when during the Civil War. And and it's true within organizations. It's true within families. And it's certainly true within parties. If if uh, we can't get on the same page and and, you know, stick to whatever it is that our our, our platform is, that's that's. Part of the reason why we're in shambles, because we have a Republican Party platform, a state platform, a federal platform, but so many Republicans don't operate under that platform. And so you've got different variations of Republican, just like you have different variations of Democrats. And, right. and, and then it just creates more division. So it's really like that now. Oh, yeah. it was oh. not like that when we were young. No, no. I mean, Ronald yeah. Reagan, you know, yeah, those years. Yeah. yeah. But I like to tell people, I'm like, look, that's great. No, but just remember, we're not in that time anymore. Yeah. So either you catch up or get left out. Yeah. You know, I mean, unfortunately, that's just the way it is. In technology, in music, oh yeah, in politics, and quite frankly, culture. You know, it just it is what it is. On that, you're not going to get everybody to agree with you. No, you're not going to do it. But if you can not lie to the people and look at them straight in the eyes, which you know you do a good job. Like Corey Eubanks just chimed in and said, "Oh." You do a good job. Hey, sweetheart. Job. <laughs> She's up in North Mississippi listening in, it sounds like. Good morning, Corey. How are you? But, yes, you – but, yeah, you just got to go talk to the people face-to-face -face like, you're, like you're doing now. Well, I always tell folks, you know – The if, town hall approach, I like to call it. And that's what I'm doing. And, and I tell folks all the time, you know, if you, if you always strive to tell the truth, 
You don't ever have to worry. You know, there's a lot of politicians out there. They'll tell one group one thing, oh, another yeah. group another thing, and then they get mixed up and they get, you know, you see all these little reels where they're saying one thing and then the, there's a billion of them out there on Biden, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and it's because they're telling people what they think the people want to hear. If you, if you always tell the truth, you know, you may not agree with me on some things. We can agree to disagree. But if you always tell the truth, you don't ever have to worry about that being the case for yourself. I mean, right. people will know you're a man or a woman of your word that that would if you say it, you mean it, you know, and I would much rather disagree with somebody, but truly know where they stand than have them tell me whatever they think I want to hear, because that's the most dangerous kind of person on the planet. Oh, what? Yeah, because they're only looking out for number one. Oh, absolutely. Period. Yeah. They don't care. Well, and that's what our ruling sort of elite political class does for the most part. There's very few that like if if they say, hey. This is this is what I mean. This is what I we even see it in state politics where and a lot of people got mad at certain issues over the last few years where it's like on the campaign trail. They said, I will never. And then, you know, it's like a couple of years later, it's like they're just totally reneging. It's like, well, what happened to let your yay be yay and your nay be nay? If you're going to be a, if, if you're going to be trustworthy, then be a man of your word. And that's, you know, I it's mean, not rocket science, I, right? <laughs> and I tell people every day, all this stuff that we talk about with Trump and Biden or with United States senators or especially the House now being in the news a lot, obviously, right. it, all, it all starts on the local level, too. It's oh, yes. the exact same thing. I don't care if it's a municipality, a, a, a alderman meeting, a city council meeting mayors, whatever it is, if you strive to be one of those, go do it. Yes. Go do it. Yes. If you don't like what you see, yeah, go that, that was it. the reason I got into go politics. Go do it, right. It was like, well, you know, I can sit here and complain about it and, and throw stuff at the TV, or I can try to be a part of the solution. And and so so if if you feel convicted and you're you hate the direction that your local government or your state government or whatever's going, I encourage you to get out and try because it's, it, it's better not, to try and not, fail right. than to to not do anything and then you know it, it be a part of the solution and and uh, and that's what we need more of in this country. I'm trying to be a part of the solution at the federal level, and you know what I, I realize the the reality of the situation and the uphill battle with in the, the uphill money. battle it is it is a david versus goliath scenario but that is never sure. a reason not to try that's right and somebody told me that about someone not too long ago they're like i would love to jump in and run against so and so but i don't have the money i'm like well i mean yes in some cases it is a david goliath situation financially right but that shouldn't stop you. Well, I have seen just folks, go yeah. out and do it with no money. Why not just go tell people the truth? You never know. I just could, I could out. give you a couple of folks to have on the air when we get close to the next election cycle that that won on no signs and very very little money. They just went out and worked it. They knocked on doors. They met people. So yes, it certainly helps if you got tons of money because sure. you can drive the narrative. But you can still win. If you're dedicated to your cause, it's just like music or anything else. Yes. If you get out there and do the work, you don't need a record label. That's right. Or you don't need this. Hey, look at, look at Tom it. McDonald. You know, he's a right. He's got no label. Nobody wanted to touch him, but he is he is topping the charts and he's got a following like, you know, you and there are many rock country hip hop, especially. Yeah, they they don't need a label. 
they, you know, they were actually, I have to hand it to the, the hip hop community. They were kind of the OGs of that. They would sell oh, yeah. you CDs and records out of their trunk. trunk. Yeah, I know. I know several of uh, some of the rappers up in, in Memphis. I used because I did backline sound. Sure. I had a business that did that before I got into ministry and then got into politics. But the, some of these guys, man, they would, anybody that listened to them, they'd go up and, right. and spit their rhymes and, and selling their, their CDs. And some of them actually, you know, next thing I knew, I, I hear, right. hear them on the radio and they're moving to Atlanta and being a part of the whole scene. And, and so you just got to be dedicated to it. And, and so if, if there's any encouragement I can offer anybody that's out there listening is if you feel passionate about it, you're tired of the way things are, you can don't, don't, don't sell yourself out of it by saying, Oh, well, you know, there's no way I could win or I don't have enough money. Or and that I'm, happens too much unfortunately, with the world we live in. And every so often we see an upset and we're like, all right, you know, the, it, but it, it's that one person that said what you're doing. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to go out and do my absolute best. Well, here's the thing. 100% best yeah. to make this happen. If 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 you don't do it, you are guaranteed a 100% chance of failure. If you do if you do do it, hey, you don't know. It's kind of like it's kind of like the old lottery slogan. I don't know if Absolutely. it's Mississippi. It's like if you don't play, you <laughs> yeah. can't win. If you don't play, you can't win. Well, you know, there's some truth to that. Well, you know? sure. So, so if uh, you, you're absolutely not going to win, if you're not even putting yourself in the, in, not the, in, the, in the battle, yeah, yeah. If <laughs> that's exactly right, and that's one of the one of my coolest sayings, you know, is that that I've ever heard in my life because. That's the way I've kind of lived my life. Yeah. I've always said, look, if I'm not trying, then I'm definitely not going to win at it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. if I'm not trying now, are you going to win every time? Of course not. That's life. L-I-F-E. Yep. But in politics and really, quite frankly, it's not just politics. In my opinion, it's your faith, your life, the way you live your life. And then it goes back to what we were just talking about. So, look, we don't like the way a lot's going on in this country right now. <laughs> and, right. and it's unfortunate because that's not the way it was when I was growing up. But here, we, but yeah. here, but here we are. So we can't just keep crying about it. We have to be a part of the solution. Be a part of the solution. And, and you don't necessarily have to run. Find yeah. somebody that stands for your ideals that you believe and in. And get them to run. Get them to run. Get behind them and, and, and lend them support. Get out. Tell everybody you know about the individual. You know, there's there's no way any one person can do it on their own. You know, if they have gobs and gobs of special interest money like Roger Wicker, he hires it out to everybody. He's got teams. Right. They're all on the salary. They're all payroll. And then there are folks that but are there's graduates. there's still no guarantee that they can. And there's still no, there's no guarantee. But I'll tell you what, it, you know who makes the best best case is somebody that truly believes in what they're doing. They're not just collecting a check for it. And I've seen folks go out and represent other candidates. Even in this last statewide election, I have a good friend who, who stumped for Chris McDaniel. And this person really believed in him. You know what? She's going to do a lot better job out there when, when she's, stumping for them than the person that's like, well, I'm here because I'm getting paid to be here, you know? Of course. Um, and so, so you could be that person for the candidate that you, you know, or you could knock on doors or you could put out signs or you could tell folks, you know, and so there's more than one way to get into the fight. And, and so that's what we need. We need to activate a, a informed base. And if we do, guess what? We're going to take this country back. We're going to turn the ship around before, you know, it hits the iceberg 
And and so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because I everywhere I go around the state, it feels like people are waking up. They're seeing this and and you know, they're ready they they're ready to see it turn around. Got seventeen text messages right now saying well, here's an example of the last one. Dude's got my vote. Oh, well, hey, I appreciate that. That's from Richard Willis. Thank you, appreciate Richard. it, brother. We also got two from unknown callers. Smart gentleman. Wish he, I was in his district. Well, that's going to happen. Well, hey, you, you officially are now. If you live in Mississippi, you can vote for me. When you show up on March 12th to vote for your presidential candidate, I'll be down ticket right underneath Donald Trump and the rest of them. Yeah, that's right. So the next one coming up, you guys, is a federal primary. Primary. So that's right. So you can do that. We're about 40 days away from it. Not the federal. Give us the official date and all that real quick. So, yeah. So March 12th, it's a Tuesday. The week before will be Super Tuesday. That's when Tennessee, you know, that's the one that gets most of the press. And, and then Mississippi and a couple other states will vote on March the 12th. And so you'll go down. It's the following week, isn't it? It's the following Tuesday, yeah. yeah. And so so you'll go out, and that is when you pick your presidential nominee. You'll pick your your congressional nominee. I don't think – this is Michael Guest's area. I don't think he has a challenger on the Republican ticket. But but on the Senate and the presidential, there are challengers. And so so it's important who we send to the White House, but it's absolutely just as important who we send to the Capitol building. Um, Oh, yeah, definitely. But that's when you that's when you got. Just remember, you can bank on Eubanks. So when, in case you forget, somebody was, somebody said that in the text message. <laughs> bank on Eubanks. Yeah, uh, that was a moniker I earned my first term because I I pretty much since I've been in public service have fulfilled every campaign promise that I've made. And they're like, man, you say you're going to do it, you really do it. And so the they started saying you can bank on Eubanks, and then that actually became like sort of my campaign slogan. The last that's a great one. That's <laughs> a, a so, great one. So hopefully, hopefully that's a little memory a memory trick so you can remember. Bank on Eubanks. Yeah. All right, Lloyd Travis said, glad Mr. Eubank Banks is on with you again. He definitely has my vote. Awesome. Thank you, Lloyd. And then, of course, if you tell 20 people, they'll tell 20 people, and it starts a movement. Thank oh, you, Corey. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's so true. You know, the compound, it's like compound interest. Oh, yeah. That's it's the way it works. It's exponential. Know? It's it's like multi-level marketing. It's exactly like network marketing. The guy, at the, the guy that gets it, it first is making the gobs of money and the people in the next layer down because they get a few and those few get a few and those few get a few. And get, that's all it takes. Yeah, that's you all it takes. You get three to get three to get three. Yeah. That's uh, how we take our country back. We exactly. just get proactive. and On all levels, like all, I always say. From dog catcher to Thank president you. of the United States. Parks and Rec. Yes. All the way back. It's important. No, really. Even local, Parks and Rec is important. I local understand. government is the closest to you and will have the biggest impact on the quality and standard of your life. And exactly where you live. And it's exactly where you live. All politics flow up. That's right. However, we find ourselves in a situation right now in this country on the national level, on the national level. With our presidential election, just downright insane. I mean, it is such division that it's frightening in a way, but not frightening is like, ooh, I'm scared, but frightening for the American people. Oh, yeah. Because we cannot go through another four years of Joe Biden. Our country cannot. No. It, it can't take that. And and I say this everywhere I go. Just this can't. will be the most important election that Period. we have seen in our lifetime. I, I'm convinced of that. 
Me uh, too. You don't have to be a psychic. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to to read the writings Just on the wall or the TV. This is it, folks. This is the you know this is the climax of the movie. This is the whatever you want to call it. We've got to get people out. We've got to vote, and we have got to turn this country around. I still have hope for this country. I, oh, I, I do too. It's it's, do too. it's not too late, but no. I'm afraid. Depending on how things go this year, that will set the course. It will, unfortunately, or fortunately. Yeah, or fortunately, <laughs> but, yeah. You know, and and we can't fall for all the quote never Trumper packs and this pack and that pack and look, y'all, it's all big money they're handing out to hashtag never Nikki. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. It is all big money. Don't fall for the foolery unless you're looking for Dick Cheney meets Hillary Clinton. <laughs> unless that's what you're looking for. Yeah. I'm not looking for that. No, I'm not. Either. And I'm not trying to get you to weigh in on that. I'm well, just, I don't mind weighing in on it. I'm I, just giving you my opinion. With, with, you know, my my personal down, opinion. Nikki Haley is not, not the choice. Uh, no, I just don't think so. And it's all about big money with her. It well, just it, look at her donors and you'll see exactly who's really. Follow the money. Well, what, what I believe is they're going to keep her in play because they are really hoping that eventually something's going to stick on Trump. Exactly. And if they can remove him from the. Ballots and the election or whatever then, you want to Then Nikki it. walks in as the nominee. And, right. And they get exactly what they want. And so that there, there's always an agenda and there's always an agenda at play. And, and that's part of the waking up is people saying, wait a minute, something doesn't smell right. If, if that feels like something doesn't smell right, chances are it doesn't. All right. Thank you to Dan Eubanks. Thanks for uh, coming in and joining us on this 100% Friday or Friday, February 2nd, 2024. We're just a little over a month. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you, Dan Eubanks. We appreciate it so much. You have been listening to Unleashed Entertainment Talk. My name is D. We're on the radio. You can also listen to the podcast at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. I'll be back on Monday. Until Monday, see ya. Thank you for listening. And remember, we must stand up and unleash. Be a part of Unleashed. Until next time, let freedom ring loud. Unleashed, uninhibited, unapologetic.